0: Have no fear of missing out. The shows about FOMO, you're hosted by they tell you what you don't know. And now, your host, I Social Fan. What's up, friends? Brian Fanzo, Fans here, and we're back for another episode. And for me, you know, one of the exciting things about the end of 2020 and 2021 was this idea that we were forced to pause and we were forced to reevaluate. And really, we had this opportunity in front of us to reinvent everything in our lives, even to the point where I believe one of the most important things that we can do in this moment is ask ourselves all of those important questions in life, but answer them again with a 2021 mindset. And part of that for me is this idea that we are, we understand the importance of connection and family, and we were forced to reevaluate the things that we have been doing in our lives over these many years. And one of the, the emerging trends that happened in 2020 as we kind of pushed into 2021 was this idea of social audio and really the idea of, in many ways, going back to the old days of call-in radio or talk shows. And we saw the emergence of some of these apps that you know some of you might have heard, like Clubhouse or Twitter Spaces, and now we hear Facebook and TikTok are working on a social audio app. And for me, part of this excitement is that feeling I got in the end of the year of 2020 where... I missed traveling, I missed my people and my friends, but I couldn't really like wrap my head around what that all meant and how it all showed up and really what it all meant to me and how do I fix it if we're not traveling in the start of the year? And it's crazy to think that an audio-only app, as someone that loves podcasting, has always promoted the importance and value of podcasting, that it truly transformed how I'm thinking about my business, the relationships I make online, and even the future of the creator economy and where we're moving forward. But here I really wanted to break down just this idea of what is social audio and why has it been so transformative? Why has it been so disruptive in our lives and for those that have embraced it and for many on the outside, they can't figure it out. And for me, part of this comes down to understanding really the human condition in relation to social media. And let's face it, I'm sure like many of you you know, I never thought of myself as a creator or a storyteller, and I always loved to talk. I loved hanging out with my friends, and I, I even often joke that for me in college, the thing that I loved more than anything was the idea that I could connect the different groups that I belonged to, because I was a computer science major that turned into business information systems. I played college hockey. And then I was in a fraternity and nobody in a fraternity played college hockey. Nobody that played college hockey was a business information systems major and vice versa. But bringing those groups together of people that were passionate and good humans to me was something that I enjoyed and loved. And, and at the time it wasn't something that like, I was consciously doing because I wanted to bridge the gap or make all of these worlds uh, come together, but it was because I'm a multifaceted person and I love being able to do all of these different things and, and tap into these different groups. But I also know there are a lot of similarities and a lot of things that connect us and really what social audio for, for me, the reason that this emerges is yes, there's something beautiful about audio, but more so than anything else, the barrier to entry doesn't exist. Anyone can pick up their phone, well, at the moment for Clubhouse, if you have an iPhone, and you can pick up your phone and start a room and tell a story. You don't have to worry about your video equipment or, or perfect Wi-Fi. You also can do it while you're multitasking or living your life or doing other things. And really, when we think about this true idea of social, I've always looked at it in, you know, in that where for me, it's been not about replacing the handshake or what we do offline, but allowing us to connect with new people and even go deeper with the people that we are already connected with so that when we are meeting offline or we are having that handshake, that it, that handshake is stronger, that connection, that bond is deeper. And so for me, as this, this trend of social audio has emerged, part of the beauty is the idea that we can create a many-to-many relationship, also a one-to-many relationship, and in in some cases, a community-driven relationship based on, on topics and conversation. Because unlike other mediums, and I love live streaming, I'm live streaming this podcast right now that you guys are watching, I believe in live video because it gives us access to people who they are at their core. But one of the limitations in live video is it still feels like me, the creator, is talking and dictating to you, the audience, and you, the audience, is are replying via text, right? And I'm sharing via audio and video, and there's there's kind of a disconnection, right? The screen, the worlds are disconnected, but in the social audio format, there is no global chat, there is no texting back and forth. You must come up and share, and so therefore, everyone is created equal in the sense of we're we're connecting audio to audio. The medium is the same. And then when we think about that and we take that even a step further, who are the people that we talk to on the phone right now or in our world? It's either the people we're very close with that we work with or our family, there's something intimate about that connection we have to the phone and, and how we talk to people. And, and yes, we can talk about Zoom fatigue and we can talk about a lot of these things that have you know, kind of inundated us over the last uh, you know, 18 months or so. But part of that was our desire to be connected, but even more so our desire to find our people, people that are like us. They don't have to look like us. They don't have to be from our background, but people that understand who we are and what we're all about and when we're able to show up without that visual element, without having to you know, have the perfect you know, video set up or even having to put makeup on, and we're able to share who we are, put our heart out there, allow people in to see who we are, it truly does allow us to connect across borders, across worlds like nothing I've ever experienced before. And I can tell you, I've been an early adopter on so many platforms in so many worlds. And for me, the interesting part of this was it almost when someone asks me about like, what is the future of social audio or Clubhouse or Twitter spaces or the apps that exist? My answer has been simply, it feels too good to be true. And the reason I share that it feels too good to be true is because I feel as though this is the true essence of what social media was put here for, allowing us to find our people, Allowing us to feel as though we are heard. Allowing us to remember that we are not alone. Allowing us to have conversations and access to people that we would have never dreamed of having access to. I was part of a room the other day where I got brought up on stage and there was PhDs from Stanford and USC and around the world sharing and connecting the, the, the nuances of research within the, the amazing world of ADHD, which as many of you know, I am ADHD superpowered. And for me, the idea that not only was I able to be in the same room with them, but I was able to ask questions. I was able to participate in a dialogue. And I keep asking myself day over day in these social audio communities, Brian, what is so special? What is this moment? And and truly, it is this idea that we can find our tribes. We can be a part of something. But here's the thing that's the most exciting, is that most of the conversations, most of the experiences that I've had, I can't even find them on any other social network. I couldn't find them if I went to an event and forced my way into doors. The coolest part about this is because when we remove the barrier to entry and we give people the access to show up and and truly be from a service mindset, it allows us to connect no matter where we're living, no matter what we're doing. And there are people that I've known in my life that I've looked up to as speakers or looked up to as authors or thought leaders that I've now spent 10, 15 hours with On the phone, yes, within a public setting, but on the phone. There are people that I've known for many years, but didn't really truly know them. And for me, when I think about this, the future of social audio, I don't believe it's about just Clubhouse or Twitter Spaces or the apps. It's about asking ourselves, who, what, why are we doing what we're doing? How are we thinking about our impact on the world? How are we making ourselves discoverable? To me, the thing that I've always loved about going to events like South by Southwest or social media marketing world or the fact that I get to travel around the world as a speaker, it's not as much the fact that I get to see my friends. It's not as much about the fact that I get to connect with people that are from around the world. It's about the serendipity about the idea that I have an opportunity to run into somebody in the hallway or be sitting at a dinner table and connect with somebody that I didn't know wasn't in my background, but all of a sudden, based on our worlds coming together, we realize that we have similar purpose or common passions. Or maybe we just realize that we never understood something and now we're able to. Serendipity to me has been that magic. And really, let's face it, it hasn't existed online in social media in a long while. I've always said that I love Twitter because Twitter allows people to discover me that don't know, what, don't know who I am, don't know what I'm about, but we share a common purpose or passion or hashtag and someone's looking at that hashtag. But that's less about serendipity and more about this idea that we are reaching out, we're looking for, for people or conversations. And there's something about the social audio, the idea that Clubhouse was built with the concept of drop in, drop out audio, where you can come into rooms, you can leave without having to say goodbye, or the social norms that have been built into our culture, because the idea is that you prioritize what's important to you. You have the ability to raise your hand and be part of the conversation, or you have the ability to recline your chair and passively listen to what's going on, or even better yet have the ability to press the damn button, press the room button and create your own conversations with one person, two people, 10 people, thousands of people. And if you think about that in this idea of serendipity, for me, part of this beauty is that it's not only allowing us to connect with people that want to be discovered, but it allows us to connect with people that need to be discovered. The, un, the undiscovered talent. I've always believed that social media gives everyone a voice, but I think maybe that was me blindly believing that we would hear everybody or that we could see everybody, or let's face it, the algorithms would put everybody into our world. But with social audio, if you're willing to be there, embrace it, live in those moments, put yourself out there, be part of the conversation, show up as your perfectly imperfect self. You have the opportunity to find people that not only make you feel like they're your people, but you're able to create conversations and dialogue unlike anything else in the world. And for me, it's grown my business. It's grown my personal connections in ways I could have never imagined. It's hard to admit that because I'm an early adopter of platforms like Google+, like Snapchat, like Nearcat Live Video, for those that remember Blab. And for those that don't remember Blab, there's a reason I said there's a caveat to this because I have been an early adopter on a lot of platforms and I have been bullish and excited about the possibilities. But I also have remembered across, along that journey that I made a couple of mistakes, but I also didn't really understand the platforms enough because the platforms themselves were, yes, something different and something that we, we were excited about, but they weren't transforming the way that we think, the way that we, we operate. They were more like allowing us to do something we had always, already done somewhere else and just do it a little differently. And when I think about social audio, the reason I believe this is so powerful is that people are being vulnerable in ways they've never been vulnerable before. I mean, so much so that we've had to create rooms now in clubs about trauma dumping and how to avoid trauma dumping when you're sharing your story. And really what trauma dumping means is the idea when you're sharing something vulnerable, especially in the mental health space, which is where I spend a lot of my time on the on the apps, is that when you're sharing something that's vulnerable or that could be triggering to others. You shouldn't be using details that aren't necessary for the point to come across. But for so many people, they've never told these stories before. And so they're sharing things uh, and in this story in these raw moments and in many ways triggering the audience or maybe even putting themselves in a place they've never been before. And in some cases, hopefully not often, you know, going to a place that they're not sure that they can actually are in the right state of mind to handle. And part of that is because of the authenticity of voice, because of the intimacy that is created via of us all being in each other's ears and having these conversations. And for me, not only is this exciting from a a conversation perspective, as because, you know, for me, the, the, the beauty of this app, of these apps, is that there's no other apps in the world, no other social network in the world that prioritizes conversations over content. It's not about creating content in social audio. It's about creating conversations. It's about being part of conversations. It's about participating in conversations or even listening to conversations. And so when we think about this idea of conversations, the, the, the root of all of this, these things that can come out of it are far more than just the experience because these aren't recorded. These are moments unlike anything else where you can't go back and listen, which also increases our desire to be a part of it. But they're also allowing, as I said, things to be shared in ways that we never would imagine, but also giving us access to people and conversation and, and co- people that have experiences that we don't have experiences for, right? Like, and for me, that's the beauty—the amount of times I go into rooms where no one in the room looks like me, no one in the room has a background like mine, but they share my passion. We have a common purpose for things that we want to accomplish in life, and so when we think about social audio and the value social audio has and where I've really found you know, a magic spot. I've created some YouTube videos. You guys can check out the YouTube videos on like the basics of Clubhouse and like the things I recommend people to do when they first get on the app. You can check all of that out. I'll put the, show, the links to that in the show notes. But I think more importantly, the thing that I feel that we can invest in, that we can learn, that we can grow, is that we have to start figuring out how can we ask better questions? And then we also have to ask ourselves... What are we doing each day to open ourselves up to conversations and opportunities that aren't available in everyday life? And then last but not least, what are we doing? What is our role in not only connecting what we do in marketing and sales and PR with the audience that we know that is looking for it, but how do we connect with those that don't know what they're looking for or haven't discovered it? And for me, this is like even a bigger product topic because one of my passions in the mental health space, which is why I'm excited to launch my creator coin, is I want to connect the right people into the wrong rooms and the wrong people into the right rooms. And what I mean by that is I believe there are so, such amazing, powerful information, communities, content that is available. But right now, that content isn't getting in front of the audience or the people that need to hear it. The people that want to read it or want to be a part of it, yes, they, they are discovering it. They are, we are getting better at that, that piece. But I do believe the true power of community, of collaboration, is our ability to branch out, to reach more people, but to bring people together so that we can all together move mountains, make things happen. And so for me, The future of social audio, yes, it still feels too good to be true at this moment. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what app is going to succeed. But I can honestly tell you of the hundreds and hundreds of hours that I've spent on these platforms, I don't regret a minute of it. It's allowed me to become a better person, a better dad, a better man, a better marketer, a better entrepreneur, a better mental health advocate, a better person to know where my voice matters and counts. A better public speaker. And honestly, as in the great Kobe Bryant said, rest in peace, really if we each just took it upon ourselves to be better tomorrow than we were today, we could truly move mountains, we could truly make the world a better place. And for me, being able to connect with people around the world via these social audio platforms have truly made that possible have allowed me to discover people I would have never found on other social networks, allowed me to be part of conversations I would have never been able to be to be a part of no matter where I would have flown in the world, and it really have allowed me to grow, allowed me to discover, and in many ways empowered me to realize that this is just the beginning of my journey. The Misfit Mafia is the club that I run there on Clubhouse. It is an offline mastermind that I've run for a couple of years now, but for me it means much more than that. It's a movement of those that are the rebels, the troublemakers, those that have told, been told you are broken, you're not good enough, maybe you've been told that the way you do things is too different, you need to do things like everyone else but that doesn't work for you. For me, the Misfit Mafia is about this identity that yes, we are much more alike than we are different. That is the truth and we've learned that a lot in the last 18 months. But our differences are what make us special. Our differences are what help us stand out. Our differences are what bond us with those people that we feel as though they are our people. And for me, bringing all of us together, transforming the way that we approach change and realizing that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to feel as though things aren't going right. It's okay to fail, but to remember that you will never settle for failure and that you are not alone on this journey. And that together... If we each make our own changes, if we each focus on making tomorrow better than today, that ultimately together we will change the world. Together we will be able to do things we never even dreamed were possible. And funny enough, (laughs) I don't think I ever would have dreamed I would be creating a podcast episode on the power of something like social audio, call in radio, because let's face it, it feels as though we've gone backwards a little bit. We've been pushing all these innovations, and now all of a sudden we're just talking on a conference call line. But maybe that's the point. Maybe the point really is in 2020 taught us that maybe we do need to go backwards and ask ourselves all of those questions we asked previously. Why don't we share this online? Why don't we talk about this with our coworkers? Why haven't we chased our dreams? Why aren't we doing the things that we love? Why are we continuing to live the life that everyone else wants for us and not embracing the life that we want to create? Maybe the whole point of social audio and the whole value has nothing to do with the apps or social audio as a whole. Maybe it's a great reflection point for each of us to take into account and realize that we must go back. We must look back. We must learn from the past, but we must not believe that we are going to go back that way. We must realize that there are things that we can change, things that we can control, and that the one thing no money can buy, the one thing that we all have, and no matter who we are, is it's time. And our time is limited on this planet. Our time is limited on this earth. Our time is limited with those that we love. Our time is limited on the impact that we can make. And so the question I think we just have to ask and I will leave you with, what are your plans with your time? What are the things that you are going to do as you move forward? And then maybe even more importantly, how are you gonna share that with others? How are you going to be discovered? How are you going to let others discover? Because the days of letting your work do the talking for you, the days of believing that your silence is somehow making a difference are over, It's up to each and every one of us to tell our story, each and every one of us to put ourselves out there, each and every one of us to recalculate, reevaluate who we are, what we're about, and the things that we want to do in this life. And then, more importantly, it's up to each of us to take action on that, to move the needle forward. My name is Brian Fanzo, my friends. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I do have a new Creator Coin that you guys will hear about on the next episode that is launching. It's Creator Coin ADHD. If you go to rally.io, R A L L Y.io, and create a free account, You'll want to you want to have that free account over there at Rally.io because I have some fun things for you uh, coming up in the next episode. But until then, my friends, make it a great day. If you are on Clubhouse, check it out. I am a uh, username Isocialfans. Uh, you know you can find me uh, my alias on there is Fanzo. uh, The clubs I run are the Misfit Mafia and ADHD Superpowered. I'm pretty much down there uh, almost all day every day, so you can check me out there. And if you guys are on Twitter Spaces, check me out over there, Isocialfans as well. Uh, trying to create two or three spaces over on Twitter each day uh, in the social audio space because I do believe in this power of social audio to really connect us, to unite us, to give us all a voice. But more incidentally someone like me, I was born, my mom says I came out of the womb talking. It's a platform that I feel as though I didn't know I needed. I didn't even know was what I was missing. But damn, am I glad that I found it. Till next time, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers.